30 yards, oh, I suppose 30 yards is kind of okay. Yay, 30 yeah, yards. 30, yeah. 30 yards, Screamer. Well, well done. What a fucking letdown Ozturk is. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually the one shining bright spot in a very, very dull day that we just had in Tynecastle. Welcome to the Slightly Subdued We Have No Cares podcast. I'm Nicol Hay. I am Robert Borthwick. And our special guest... I am Andrew Henry Bowie. Bowie! <laughs> Full name! <laughs> no, well, it's, uh, it's the first time we've had a triple barreler on the <laughs> We Have No Cares podcast. It just shows how far we've progressed in such a short time. We've come so far. Uh, world-renowned author Andrew Henry Bowie as well. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real pleasure to be here. I'm a huge fan of the show. Absolutely, the pleasure is all ours. Um, okay, well, uh, and uh, you may hear in the background the contributions of Ian Walker, audience member for today. <laughs> I'm going to be laughing at you. <laughs> um, so, um, well, mixed emotions today from Time Castle. I feel possibly the worst performance we've actually seen from Hearts this season. Lit up by a wonderful goal and still three points. Robert is making a face. I I don't think it's the worst performance. I think it's our worst win of the season. If that if that makes sense, I think, I think it doesn't leave. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> bye. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that we played worse against Hibs. Um, I think we, we we played a lot worse against Hibs. Oh, oh now, now, now Bowie's making a face. Oh, Christ, there's faces um, all over the place here. No, I mean... Just going to throw faces at you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great performance today by any stretch. No. But um, the, the thing about the Hibs game was, compared to today, is today was a really shitty day weather-wise. Yeah. And we were up against a team who were just out to spoil us big time. They're a really physical team. And I think in the the greater the greater part of it, to win one nil today and get three points, I think it was a great result. And yeah, it wasn't a great performance, but I'm absolutely delighted to get three points. Ah, absolutely, I, I I wouldn't disagree with you at all. I th- I think that you know the fact that we can grind out results like yeah. that is a fantastic trait of the squad. I think it's it's wonderful, but. I think we played worse against Hibs than we did today. I think we, we still carved out more chances. I think we were still more solid defensively and through the midfield. I think we, we, we definitely played worse against Hibs, but this is the worst win that we've had this season. But the emphasis is on win. because well, we still win I'm going to come right out here and be a coward and agree with both of you. I'm going to agree with Robert's... What an absolute shitbag! <laughs> I'm going to agree with Robert's very good point that we, we didn't play quite as well attacking-wise against Hibs because we abandoned our passing game against Hibs. Whatever yeah. else happened today, we did try to play it on the deck with yeah. mixed results. But I'm also going to agree... Mr. Bowie here because uh, Bowie. I think Bowie. I'm going to agree with Mr. Bowie here <laughs> and pronounce his name correctly, just out of uh, the, the most basic element of courtesy. Uh, Mr. Bowie, you made the point that that Rafe Rovers made it very difficult for us today, and I actually think this is what like Rafe Rovers seem to be built to do this, and they 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 did their game plan to perfection, which was they were very well drilled, they were very compact. Um, I think any team would have struggled to to break them down, uh, conditions notwithstanding. But conditions, I think, were also uh, what gave Alim the assist on his yes. fantastic goal. Um, 
Should we discuss the goal first? Because there's really not much else to discuss in the game. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it came after five minutes, so I think it's the first thing we should discuss. Yeah, well, well the first thing we should discuss is the hilarious banter of everyone shouting shoot whenever Aline got on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, shoot, oh, he scored a goal from far away, shoot. And, uh, and then he fucking did. <laughs> well, Simon actually said, who sits next to us, he said, uh, you know, this is going to wear it very quickly, but... Uh, just the words were just off his lips mm-hmm. when he, uh, when uh, the man himself, Mr. Ooztur, stepped forward, took a touch, and uh, set himself up, and yeah, we were like, "Well, oh, shoot then, you know, you might as well." <laughs> yeah. And even when he actually, you know, pulled the trigger, you're thinking, "Well." can this actually go in? You know, there was still that moment. It was almost like last week. There was still a moment of reflection after the, the actual decision was taken. We were caught between going, ah, oh, and ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ooh! And incredibly, incredibly, he scored, you know? Um, yeah. Well, uh, big ups to uh, Wraith Keeper, Mr. McGurn. Is that his McGurn. name? Yeah. McGurn. 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 Uh, yeah, McGurn, that's his name. I don't have his first name on my phone here, so we'll just go with McGurn. Colin. Colin. Yep. Uh, McGoldrick McGurn. Yep. <laughs> that's his name now. Yep. Don't um, try and deny it, McGurn's he, mother. <laughs> he, um, yeah, from my angle, which is very similar to both Nicol and Mr. Bowie's angle, the keeper should have done a lot better with that. I think really slipperiness sh- really played its part. Sli- slipperiness yeah. um, gains yeah. an assist for the goal. Yeah. <laughs> That's an assist for slipperiness. Um, yeah, but it was a great strike again. We all got slipperiness in our fantasy teams, by the way. <laughs> Just that's three points. It's an important three points. That's an important three Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it, it's. He shouldn't have let it in. But at the same time, I couldn't stop laughing for 10 minutes because it was Alim fucking Ooztürk. That's a strong emotion. That's what I felt. We were celebrating. We were hugging each other. But like, It was one of the great celebrations of the season. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, much as we were cheering, we were laughing our tits off. Yeah, but it was a great... You one. are a titless man, as I yeah. look at you now. <laughs> so the rest of the game developed from there. Um, like I say, we did try to pass... Through the through the midfield, and you know, I think we were all quite confident that we would take it to Wraith after that. We, yeah. But they were they were stolid. They are Grant Murray's team in we, everything. We, we we kept the ball so fucking well in the first half. Like they mm-hmm. they they did not really have a touch of the ball apart from when we had maybe a couple of more indecisive through balls, or you know, a, a couple of crosses from King or Nicholson that didn't really go our way, and then their players would pick up. Other than that. They didn't have anything, and you know, Gomez and Blavin were back to their sort of usual self, whereby they don't lose the ball. You know, e- even if they're getting shut down, closed down by three players, they don't lose the ball. They find the pass. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's quite um, like even Margar- like the thing I've noticed most about Margaro Gomez this season is the fact that he strolls while he's getting closed down by a player, uh, you know, full pelt, and. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he like, somehow keeps the ball. Inter- the entire right. stadium shouting man on. He's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely convinced. I've got this. Like, I'm, I'm convinced he was born getting shut down by a defender. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how he learned. Do you think maybe he's a twin and like the other one was just sort of like shadowing the whole way? He's just like, Aye, yeah, 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 I'm just, used to this now. He just buffered him away. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. That, that, that was. 
<laughs> and there was a wonderful moment in the first half over by the Wheatfield stand when uh, the 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 big hatchet man for Rafe, um, uh, Martin Scott, Martin Scott, <laughs> Martin he, Scott ex Hibs, uh, the, the the proto Liam Craig. <laughs> He fucking looks like Voldemort now. <laughs> he, he was like a bald Liam, uh, Lee McCulloch. That's what yes. of. Yes. Um, well, he, he was sort of throwing himself about quite a lot, but there was a one particular moment by right by the touchline by the Wheatfield where he was throwing himself in a couple of challenges and then the ball broke to uh, Gomez and he just just this beautiful back heel oh, yes. uh, back to somebody I think it was Eckersley or somebody the most nonchalant um, back heel we've yeah. ever seen yeah. and then that one just that one back heel he destroyed this thug of a Rave Rovers <laughs> football player you know? and I fully expect to see this on the sports bible <laughs> yeah, but Martin Scott was genuinely like looking around him, like, he, he, like you know, like yeah, like somebody had like touched way. his arse and moved away. He didn't know. It was like it was like Gomez had put the ball up his jumper. And <laughs> he was like, "Where's the ball? The ball's gone." He's like, "No, it's, it's we've already sold you, dummy, mate." <laughs> but it, it was a beautiful moment, probably the highlight of the first half, other than the goal. Yes, he reacted to that back heel in the way most people react to street magicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You what, mate? So like, what? What? No, you're a witch. Burn <laughs> <laughs> him. Um, it was a great moment. Yeah, it was. It was. But I mean, we're, we're really, we're really padding out the first half. Yeah, we're struggling. Um, I, I think great chance for King when he was through on goal. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like again, slipperiness played a part in both creating the chance yes. and then Flair. destroying the chance. What player slipperiness is? Yeah, like, well, it was like it was a it was a strong ball that went skating through. Billy King ran on from a clearly a onside position. Fucking yeah. great ball from Osterk for that. To be fair, that yeah, was an absolute. Yeah, man. but it, it was the conditions that carried it away from the defence. Why is he meant it? Okay, um, <laughs> but it was also the conditions that carried it away from Billy's stride, which yeah, meant he couldn't yeah, take the yeah, shot yeah. when it should have been the shot. That, that was the thing. His first touch was actually very good. It was the second touch that was a bit of a nightmare. You know, he, he took it in well yeah. enough, but um, the, the the pelt that he was running at, I don't think he he could really control it, which is a, a bit of a shame. Great run, great ball, but I think Billy King of August would have scored it. Yes, I um, Billy King of August September, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe even October. But this month's Billy King. Wouldn't have scored that in a, you know. And he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. He, in fact, he did anything but. You know, he, he just sort of ran over the 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 line. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, I know. I know. It, it was a very, very good chance, and I think if he'd actually, you know, taken his touch and then a, a shot, then mm. we would have been looking at two 0 it, it was almost looking at, you know, he, he almost could have taken it first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the keeper yeah. was that dedicated, that that committed to it. That you know, he, he again, I think that the reason he didn't is that the. The conditions took it yeah, out of his stride. Absolutely. Um, for me, though, the the real bright spark of the first half was uh, uh, Mr. Bowie's fancy man, like the the man that he's all, always been singing the praises of, even before he actually took the pitch. Perhaps Sifian El Hasdui, I thought, worked very well yes. in the first half. He played. He was again playing the number nine role. Uh, well, he was our furthest forward striker. Yeah. Um, now. Those of you who remember back at the dim and distant past of the the Hibs podcast will remember when he was pushed into that role. Um, he didn't do particularly well. No. He didn't. He didn't survive. I think he he played better this way because I get the impression that we'd known for a few days that Osman Sow wasn't going to be fit to play. Yeah. So we kind of set the team up to to work towards El Hasmi rather than forcing El Hasmi to do a bad Osman So impression. Yeah. So he was dropping back a bit more. It, it wasn't quite a Messi-esque false nine, but you know, he was mm-hmm. he was more involved in build up play and 
sort of trying to provide for other people, even though he was the furthest forward striker. Again, Wraith being as doty as they are, <laughs> uh, doted him out of the game uh, with dotedness <laughs> and dotiosity. Yes. Um, but you know, I thought I thought he was I thought he was pretty good, and I thought it was kind of weird that he was the player that was sacrificed for Keatings in the 53rd minute as well quite an early substitution mm-hmm. your thoughts Robert I will respectfully disagree then get out again <laughs> um, not with everything you're saying um, in, in the first half I, I totally agree I thought his touch was his touch was there he was finding um, finding passes and stuff like that and he, he was doing fine mm-hmm. but the main lack of our killer instinct in the first half was the fact we didn't have anyone running onto balls because El Hazdemi's instinct as a striker, as a forward player, is to drop deep. Okay, well then, is that his fault or is that the fault of whoever was in the rotating number 10 role behind him, either Nicholson or Walker, as it was for most of the first half? To be honest with you, I I think the point is that we had a bunch of players playing positions that didn't necessarily match an attacking formation. I mean, it it sounds ridiculous with three wingers and a forward, but... Mm. None of them really, apart from King with that one instance we just spoke about, made that incisive run. Mm-hmm. That's what Osman So does. Osman So can play off the shoulder. James Keatons can play off the shoulder. El Hasnami doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. That's not the sort of player he is. So, you know, the ball was sticking up front. That's fine. He was taking it in. He was fine the pass. But then no one was, you know, darting off him to make a run into the middle. And that, that I think that is where one of the main sort of downfalls came from. um, I don't know how you feel, uh, Mr Bowie, but I I kind of felt that when we took off El Hasnoui, rather than, say, uh, Billy King, who Mm. maybe wasn't having his his greatest game, this this not being the August version, we ended up with four very, very similar players up front. And then, you know, later on, it was Robbie Buchanan who came on, who, again, is small, technical, Mm. incisive, quick. So I felt maybe we kind of lacked a bit of variety up front when we sacrificed El Hasnoui. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought El Has did very well in the first half. I thought he, he was involved. He was he was taking the ball. He was trying to lay it off. He was trying to do the good things. In the second half, when he went off, it was like it was like a sort of sensey soccer team, you know, in the Sega Mega Drive. It was too many little guys. Do I? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> maybe, certainly my era. You know, <laughs> it's still the greatest game that's ever been like any sort of computer game. I think. Too young to get it up, you. Yeah, well. Well, he's speaking truths, so quiet. <laughs> in fact, if I'd st- if I'd sat at the back of the Roseburn stand, it would have been like sensei soccer because that was the view that you had. You know, we we I think that we missed El Has when he went off because he was that outlet for the ball being played into feet, and uh, it just seemed to me that when he when he did go off. I, I was pleased that Keatons came on because mm-hmm. Keatons, he's a real busy guy. He wants to do it. You could see him chasing down the goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, just trying to get busy, and um, I think I think the the real crux of the problem was that I think neither Nicholson nor King played well today. I think both yeah. of them were pretty anonymous. Um, mm-hmm. They just. You know, you're looking for that spark from both of them. You know, and they both got it. They both got it big time. Oh yeah. But today. And you know they they just didn't perform you know, so I, I certainly I I was a little bit disappointed and surprised when El Has went off. Maybe a fitness thing. Who knows? Yeah, but, it could um, be could be especially for how early he came off. I I I genuinely think it was the right sub to make at the time, but it didn't quite work out for us. I I I think that I I was 
basically calling for Keaton's to come on for El Pass. So you thought it was the right substitution? Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, at the time, I don't think, um, you know, looking at the, the, the sort of, looking back at, at full time, I don't think, you know, maybe it was. But at the time, I was thinking, yes, let's bring on Keaton's for El Haas because he's a busy guy. He can do that kind of running and stuff like that that El Haas maybe doesn't do. He can play off the last man that oh, well, El Haas now, In that do. case, I completely disagree with you because El Haas was doing a power of work, I thought. Yeah, no, I, I And we completely missed no. that work rate when he went off. No, no. I... I what you think Keaton's didn't have as much of a work rate not in the same way he didn't drop as deep no no that's that's what that's what I'm saying though like mm-hmm. he, what we were missing in the first half was someone who can play off the shoulder because yes we were keeping it we were, we were keeping it you know we were keeping the ball for fucking so then once the change was made we were missing somebody dropping deep into midfield we need both of them and that's, it was right to bring Keaton's on but not for El Haz Jacques no no that, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying because I, I felt at the time it was a right substitution I felt that that was the right substitution because that would be someone who can actually you know play off the last man and get in behind I think that's not what so you're saying Jacques, let's move on you know, I yourself, thought King was having dick. a stinker and I like King he's a mm-hmm. great player but he was having a poor game today I would have taken him off and kept El Haas on definitely D'accord oh. that means I agree oh okay yeah I, I know what I, I fucking know what it means I lived in France <laughs> great news right well I'm, I'm going to get return to one of my uh, my hobby horses for this uh, podcast but I think what actually really hurt us here today we're playing a home game against a team that are determined to sit in and defend what hurts today were the fullbacks that were kind of forced to choose um, McGee who is like he's a he's a willing outlet but he doesn't quite have the thrust of Patterson and he, doesn't, know he does not have the two-footed lunging tackles of Patterson. No, no. That, he, doesn't, he, does, he just doesn't have that in his locker. You can't, you can't train somebody to do that. That's, <laughs> that's natural talent. Um, but we also, again, for, you know... I know why Robbie Nielsen is picking Eckersley. And I don't think Eckersley is a bad player. But, God, I think we miss McCarty today. Yes. And the, the classic example of that is the first half against Falkirk. Mm-hmm. when we were, uh, was it 3-0 up in the first half? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I mean, that day was just liquid football, you know. And my, my <laughs> vision of that is we had Nicholson spraying out wide to uh, Keatings and Hattersley, uh, Hattersley, McHattersley. <laughs> Roy Hattersley on the wing. The, the, the dynamic left winger of Roy Hattersley. Have you been to the pub? <laughs> Can you cut that? That's no, we're keeping that. Hattersley. No, no, no. We 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 recovered. We 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 saved it. It was funny. Absolutely, Hattersley. <laughs> Mick Hattie. Well said. I thought he was wonderful that day, and uh, there was just something. There was just little moments in that first half in that Falkirk game mm-hmm. where he, uh, it was just absolutely flowing down yeah. that left wing. You know. I, I think we get the same from McGeeterson. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on. I mean, the the only other sort of I think really remarkable thing to to touch on today was uh, Brad McAllister. <laughs> yes, that's the first time Callum Elliott's been called remarkable in quite some <laughs> some years. Uh, I was going to say Brad McKay looking actually quite solid in defence as the uh, you know he's he's always had the role as the most crazy member of the defence, but today he had to take a junior role yeah. to Aleem in that in that respect, and I think it suited him quite well. Yeah, I, I, I thought Brad was fine. Yeah, you exactly. Winning things in there, nothing really went past him. Couple of loose balls. Couple of loose passes, yeah. but he's not really. It didn't a, cost us, did it? 
it, it didn't, didn't cost, cost us at all. You're absolutely right. And he's not a ball-playing centre-half. He's never. a squad player. That's yeah. what he is. He's a squad player. And he came in today and he did a job. It was a squad player coming into a squad and doing squad things. He's got a fantastic he's a beard. Squaddy. He's got a great beard. <laughs> oh, what a beard. His beard's coming on a tree. His beard looks beard's phenomenal. Beard, beard Mackay. Yeah. What a... Ah, yeah. what, what a squad yeah. um, but I think like your, your point that he was untroubled and his looseness didn't cost us the, the greater point and it, we can tie in Callum Elliott right now if you want uh, Wraith are as blunt a team as you'll have ever seen fucking like Callum Elliott though <laughs> they are, they are Blunty uh, McBlunterson from the University of Blunt they are, <laughs> they, they are like I said earlier Grant Murray in every single respect yeah. they, are, they are hard working they ran Surprisingly fit, like pressing us and all the way to the end. Also, surprisingly slowly, <laughs> just like Grant Murray, they're slow as shit. They have got no pace. No, they have got but, no pace. But a lot of teams this season have tired in the last ten minutes against Hearts, especially at Tynecastle. Yeah, they've scored goals in the last ten minutes. Yeah, Rafe didn't really tire today, did they? Absolutely. In fact, you could argue they got stronger as the game went on. Yeah, the one player that they did have with a little bit of pace uh, was their number nineteen. Who Barry had, Who's on loan from Rangers? Okay, who's absolutely their best player by a distance. Who they brought off with twenty minutes to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, he was to a only... loud chorus of booze. Yeah, well, I was going to say that <laughs> booing was so loud. I thought they were bringing on Naddy, but no, no, that didn't happen. Uh, ah, I wish Naddy come on. I like Naddy. Me too. Yeah, that would have been almost as funny as. What was uh, your famous? Fa- what was your favourite Naddy moment? Oh, Ooh. I've got one. I like. I like to. Start? I like. I liked it when he bobbied the ball in against Hibs at Easter Road, oh, and then he lost his mind and kissed the badge. That was my. You know what my favourite part about that goal was is uh, I was working for a, a well-known high street bookmakers at that time, so I was actually sitting in the the Hibs stand yes. when that went in, trying desperately to stifle my laughs while all <laughs> around me were. Not laughing one little bit. He genuinely put in with his dick. That's my favourite bit. I was about ten yards away from that. It was yeah. glorious. Wonderful. My my favourite Nandy moment, which is also my least favourite Nandy moment, was when uh, we were playing uh, Dinamo Zagreb. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe Chaba Laszlo had told him just to sort of hold his position <laughs> in the centre circle <laughs> for the whole match. He took it far too fucking and literally. Yeah. He, he took it quite literally. And, <laughs> and I remember at one point a ball got played over the top, and Michael Stewart. So I had to run beyond him to, and it was like you could see him say to Nadi, you sort of look back, say, "Can you not fucking run for this?" Mate? You know, but uh, it was it was a tragic uh, episode in Nadi's Hearts career, but he seems to have uh, turned it around. Now, yeah, somebody look at his body now. You know, yeah, it's yeah I was going to say my favourite Nadi moments when he scored against Hibs for yeah. Rich Rovers. <laughs> So that was the story of the first half, and the story of the second half was, mm. yeah, ah, that's um, well, no, no. Well, yes, that wraps up everything that you can usefully say about that Heart Midlothian one Wraith Rovers nil. Thank um, fuck. Yeah, uh, was not a great game, but fortunately, the the week in Hearts has been quite entertaining now. I've maybe not read the press releases as closely as I can, but we own a boat now? Yeah, we own a boat. Mm-hmm. We own a fucking big bastard boat. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we will be selling it to all the way games, I think. Yes. Including ones to, like, Sterling. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Yep. Very yep. handy for Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tire scars around the funnel. That's, I see what you've done there. Let's hope mm-hmm. we don't get drawn against Grasshopper Zurich. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, big fucking boat. Big um, fucking boat, our official massive fucking boat partner, the HMS Queen Elizabeth. The, yeah. the HMS Heart of Lothian, as it will now be known. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we own it. Yeah, exactly. We can do whatever we want. Uh, and check airlines. Remember that one? Well, that's that's the thing because we've now got a boat and we've got airlines. Yeah. Do we I, still have check airlines? Are we sure about that one? I will. Well, I thought not. it was forever. <laughs> it was a ninety-nine year lease, just like the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, aircraft carrier. Oh, yeah, no, oh yeah, yeah. Ian shit. just made a very good point that the boat is an aircraft carrier, so yeah. it might be filled with check airbuses. But essentially, what the Hearts, uh, you know, the Hearts board has to do now is get a train line. And maybe a bus service. Mm -hmm. And then we can do whatever the fuck we want because we've got the infrastructure. No, but then we'd be missing car. We need bus and car and then again ah, railway. You can't... Or we could just... We've, we've travelled far by aircraft carrier. <laughs> uh, but also, and perhaps more um, salient and relevant to anything that happens, uh, there was also a Q&A between uh, fans on Kickback and, and Budge. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I wasn't there. Were you there, Robert? I, I wasn't... I, no, no, I definitely Jesus, wasn't there. We probably there. can't fucking talk about it then, unless somebody here was actually there. Yes, I was there. Oh! Barry oh, was there. What uh, happened? Well, Anne put the call through and requested me. <laughs> <laughs> she summoned you. She, she liked my work. And, uh, yeah, I was there. I met she her liked for the two hours. signal. I, I was in the, the, the great women's company for two hours on Tuesday. Fantastic. And, uh, what it, does she it, smell it, like? It, what does she smell like? Success. <laughs> success, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say like Chanel number five or something, but yeah, she smelled like success and strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's Tell great. us more. She, 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 well, it was a sort of musky smell at first, but then. I was going to go more in the QA, oh, but sorry. you know, just describing the scent, if that's yeah. what you want to do. We are a one track podcast. <laughs> Well, basically, I, I got asked uh, to go along and uh, sort of ask some questions, take some minutes, and uh, yeah, I mean, we we had well, we had a hundred questions, but we whittled them down to the sort of thirty most uh, sort of relevant questions. Sort of most most non-mental questions. Yeah, I mean, some of them were you know they were nice, like you know, what's your sort of average day like and all that. And I thought, well, you know, if you were on Parkinson, that would be nice. <laughs> but but I wanted to I wanted to ask sort of like close questions, you know, like ones that had definitive answers. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know, just like how many strips have we sold and all that sort of thing, you know, and it was just... How many strips have we sold? Um, well, this is a bit of an exclusive. Okay. We have sold, have a guess actually, how many do you think we've sold? 7,000 billion. Well, I don't think that's close, Nicole. Really? <laughs> I'm not great at math. Listen, I understand humour, but that wasn't... <laughs> That, that wasn't humorous. I, I genuinely want to know the answer to this question, so get back in your fucking box. Yeah. Was it 7,000 billion? <laughs> no, was it, I, I'm going to guess at about 9,000. That's... Oh, Ian's guessing 51 over there. We have sold, and I don't, I don't think this has ever been disclosed as of yet, but this is a, this is a sort of early uh, little treat from the Q&A. Oh, we thanks. have sold... 14,000 home and away Jesus trips. Christ Shit the 14,000 home and away And another 500 of the poppy Strips you know Fuck me, fuck me rigid so, so basically we've sold more tops Than Hibs have attendances Yes That's all I want to know Almost more than we have attendances yes. that's, that's unbelievable And I don't even have mine yet yeah, I've not even yeah. got a strip. Well, I, I don't normally buy the strip, but I bought one this year because it's the greatest strip we've it, ever had. It is lovely. And as fuck, I've always said 
we need a nice big white chunky collar. Yes. And a dark maroon strip. I've and not agreed. a lot else. And yeah. people say, ah, oh, I don't like collars and strips. You know, I'm like, give me a collar. There's a collar. There's your 14,000 sales. Yeah. That's, so uh, listen, to, listen to Bowie and everything you do from now on. Yeah. Uh, any other nuggets? Uh, well, I'm, I mean, the thing that I really, the thing that I really took from it was, um, it's kind of twofold. One was kind of slightly uncomfortable was the fact that the whole the whole place is falling apart in terms of the the, the buildings. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, the the so buildings. This is Tancastle, you mean? And the outer buildings, oh, yeah, the, the Cloud Street buildings and, and all like that. that. Yeah. I mean, the way that the way that Anne Budge sort of told us. I mean, there was ceilings collapsing, plaster falling off the walls. I mean, even her own TikTok. office. TikTok. Even her own office was, you know. Uh, it just it looked like it's seen better days, you know. Right. Uh, even thing, even well, I mean the old main stand we know is uh, is you know it's a grand old building, but it's it's a bit of a relic. Mm -hmm. But even the newer stands, I mean the there there's paint that have just stripped back now, back to the metalwork. The uh, Gorgi Suite was built basically down a ramp, you know, and it floods all the time. Uh, so I mean since since uh, Anne Budge came in. She is really fighting fires here. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a metaphoric sense. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, because the flooding and the fires would just cancel each other out. Yeah. It'd be great if she was doing it in a literal sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she, she came to work dressed as a fireman. I, I mean, that, that was just that was one point. I am an executive, but I'm never far away from my hose. <laughs> that, that was one point she made. Boats and hose. <laughs> well, that's the title of the podcast, sorry. <laughs> But in a really positive sense, um, she she has brought in a fantastic team around her. Mm -hmm. She's she's brought in a new head of finance, head of accounts, head of strategy, uh, marketing, uh, and you know director of football. She's she's brought in a really good team. Yeah, she's a really intelligent woman. She's passionate for hearts. Um, the the one thing as well I, I took away from the meeting was that she's in no hurry to go anywhere. You know, she's she's there for the yeah for, for the full term. No matter what happens financially, she's there for the term, and maybe even maybe even beyond that. Well, if, think if the if the if the if the need is there, well, the wants there. I've given everything that you've said to me, there, I've got one more question about Anne Budge. She seen anyone? <laughs> yes, and he was there. He, uh, he sat and he was there keeping an eye on me. <laughs> it was there because you know we, Anne and I were making eye contact and you know just she, an electricity in the air. There, there was something. There was something there. I bet he's know? bloody lovely as well. He was a nice guy. Ah, oh, for it, He had. He, he wore a nice sort of V-neck sweater. You know. Ah, oh, so, sounds like a dick. Yeah. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> wait, wait. Is she, <laughs> is she married to Robbie Nielsen? No, but she spoke highly. Oh my God! Please let us make that happen. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, no, I want to be married to Robbie. She Nelson. couldn't have spoke highly, more highly of Robbie. Well, I, I don't think any of us could speak more highly of Robbie Nielsen. Robbie Nielsen is... I, I don't even have words. I've run out of vocabulary to describe him. I have seen enough rom-coms to find Robbie Nielsen in the rain today entirely fucking arousing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a man in front of a football team trying to get them to put in a few crosses to the big end. You saw Robbie Nielsen quite uh, oh, early last week, didn't you? Yes! No, I saw. I was, I was going to the pub 
It was great. It was last Sunday. Oh my god, this story just gets better and better. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd gone to watch the, the Man City Man United game at a bar called Nico's in Glasgow, which is a shit tip, but it's £2 for a pint, so why wouldn't you? And I was walking to the next bar, which is called The Hall, which is a shit tip, but pints are £2, so why wouldn't you? And Robbie Nielsen was on the other side of the road with his wife, and he was just walking, and I, I swear to god, I stopped. I stopped in my, my tracks. I just sort of thought. Did he stop? No, he didn't. But he saw me staring. It was just really awkward, like. But Wait, did he see you staring because you stopped in your tracks? And went, I, I did shout, not shout, but say loudly. Oh, there's Robbie Nielsen <laughs> to my two race rover supporting friends who I was with. Um, and Robbie was, if anyone's wondering, wearing. Wait a minute, wait. Two race rover supporters. Yeah. You've just destroyed all credibility of the story. I don't believe you. They're anymore. brothers. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't believe it either. Uh, yeah, no. It's uh, for, for anyone who's wondering because you know we do discuss this a lot. He was, wear- he was wearing skinny black jeans uh, with a pair of black sort of uh, winkle picker shoes. You know the the pointy shoes. Mm. Accompanied with that, accompanied with that, he was wearing a, a grey tweed. Oh, oh Jesus! Uh. Yes, I know, I know, a grey tweed uh, jacket. Underneath which he had a grey tweed waistcoat. Oh, yeah. Underneath which he had a black shirt. And over that he was wearing a quite incredible scarf. And to be honest with you, his missus looked like shit compared to him. I think what we can take from that is that this harsh. is... Harsh. Not harsh but fair, let's face it. Let's take a break so I can wipe myself down <laughs> a little bit. It's not, I, I, that's, that's me not being genuine. His wife would love it. Yeah, apart from that, an incredibly successful week in the, 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 the world of Heart of Midlothian. Anything else from the, from the Q&A that you'd care to share or should we just uh, keep an eye on kickback for the minutes? Oh yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're going to be out in the next day or two, so uh, I don't want to give anything else away. Well, I'm glad that we got a professional writer in to, to do up these minutes. If anyone else isn't aware, uh, Mr Bowie is the author of a, an incredible book. What's it? Remind us of the, the title? It's called The Death of Mr Grumble. That's the new book, though. Yes, yes. Ah, yes. right. Well, of course, you're, uh, you're in full, one you're full, full marketing one mode. Yes. Uh, what's, what's The Death of Mr Grumble about? It's a, it's a very uh, dark comedy. Um, it's about a TV presenter whose life gets turned upside down, it, and it's a it's a real epic, you know. Flip turned upside down. Yeah, yeah. it's His not life. <laughs> yeah. I think we could make a song out of this. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. It's unusual. No? <laughs> and socked in Edinburgh. <laughs> So close, Pushing so it. close. Uh, but you're, um, uh, well, I, I await this work with uh, great, has it, has it been finished? Uh, yes, it's, it out? it's out. Oh, it's out now? Yeah, it's oh. available on uh, Kindle and Amazon uh, downloads and all that stuff, you know. Well done, you're showing up my research fantastically. But your your previous work, which might be slightly more germane to this podcast. Yes, yeah, I, uh, I wrote a book called Two Miles to Tynecastle, mm-hmm. and uh, it came out 2008. And uh, yeah, it's uh, basically a story about growing up and being a, a heart of Midlothian football supporter. It's a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tragedy there. Uh, there's some really sad parts of the book. Um, 1986, May 3rd, and uh, various moments after that. Mm-hmm. But you know, we, we have our 1998 moment and, uh, and all, all sorts of things are going on in that book, you know. Girlfriends, jobs, relationships. I like the bit where you shagged the bartender. That's my wife. 
So uh, it's like Fever Pitch, but 17 billion times better. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's much less pretentious and cliched than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Oh. Nick Hornby straight under the bus. Fuck you, Hornby! <laughs> you dick! Well, fantastic. If that doesn't encourage you to check out the book, I don't know what will. Just before we move into the songs, we've got some late-breaking news about what Robbie Nielsen was wearing in his post-match interview. Recalling Paolo Sergio, but making it his own with a fabulous maroon pullover over a... a, a it's, it's just... <laughs> And we go to Robert for his reaction. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Um, you've been emailing. We've got we've got quite a few emails yes, this week. Emails. So well done, thank you, everybody. A um, couple of just shout outs from uh, uh, Liam Summers, who's um, telling us that he's enjoying the podcast from up in Shetland, and um, he did contribute an Osman Soul song to the tune of "Are You Gonna Go My Way," but I'm not going to sing it because I can't be arsed listening to a Lenny Kravitz song to figure out what the tune is. Um, uh, Jim Bryson emails to say just listen to your Hibs podcast really enjoyed it as an exiled jambo makes a huge difference to hear unbiased first hand info so, uh, <laughs> it's, it's so unbiased it's unreal yeah so uh, Jim Bryson is clearly clinically insane thank you for that um, <clears throat> and John Smith who uh, contributed last week's stunning uh Ali Moster Kalalia effort yeah. uh, emailed back with another song and to that I say quit while you're ahead <laughs> um, right oh yeah right so we got a good one from uh, Gordon Fairbairn who Fairbairn 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 he contributes uh, a Prince Bowabin song Prince Bowabin 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 Keep the football flowing, not too bad at scoring onside. Stylish like a model, more talent than Glenn Hoddle, with the gifted Gomez at his side. Licks and tricks and tackles, wins the midfield battles, winning the famous maroon and white with pride. Yep. Get stuck in, get a win, pass to him, principal win, play him in, cross him in, go wide. Get stuck in, get a win, pass to him, principal win, play him in, knock it in, onside. Uh, only flaw of that is making onside the absolute crux of the song there. Like, you know, it's not like everybody's sitting there tuning, it's like, yeah, he beat the trap, he, he monitored the line. You what demand, the, Prince. Just make sure you're onside. Yeah, absolutely. Onside. I, I kind of get the feeling that Gordon Fairbairn's the type of person who watches a throw and he's just like, get yeah, two feet on the deck, release the ball behind his head, <laughs> textbook. <laughs> but yeah, other than He's that. He's in the D. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic effort. Oh. And uh, finishing up the emails, uh, Colin Scott um, Good name. Contributes, uh, contributes this. Stubbsy the big-nosed high bee. <laughs> Had a disappointed face. And he just sat there slowly dying. Robbie jumped all over the place. <laughs> all of the heart supporters couldn't believe what they had seen. Just when the game looked over, upset the man Ali. <coughs> Don't shoot, they said in unison. You'll never score from there. But for a stroke, 40 yards ain't far. He smacked it in straight off the bar. Oh. Getting there. Uh, <laughs> Now all the Jambos love him, and they shuddered out with glee. Alan, the Turkish legend, you go down in his story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Well done. 
That's good. That's good. <laughs> Thank you for all of that, gentlemen. And if uh, any of you guys wish to contribute, we have no cares at gmail. Dot com. Dot com. Thank you. So um, we come to our own efforts for songs this week. Not a, a vintage week for picking out the clear man of the match, I, 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 I feel. Mm-hmm. We, we had to dip into the unused bank. <laughs> we were saving it for a special occasion. Well, yeah, but, but let's face it. Um, Morgado Gomez is yeah. the choice this week. And... Mostly off the back of the fact that it's been basically fantastic in every game yeah. so yeah, far yeah, without having that decisive contribution, which I think speaks more to his game than, mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. Uh, but today he did do that back heel. Oh, so. yes. Although I also say that uh, Uzturk was uh, magnificent today. I thought, Other than his goal, his goal was fantastic. But I, I thought he had a great game as well. For the, for the first time in a long time, I think all three, <laughs> for some reason, three <coughs> man of the matches were bang on the money, where it was uh, Gomez, mm-hmm. Uzturk, and uh, McGee. Yeah. I thought McGee mm-hmm. played very well as well. So. Mm-hmm. But we, we chose uh, Morgaro. Yeah. Gomez. So, uh, right. Right, okay, then I will begin. Uh, is everybody sufficiently prepared? I am absolutely sitting down. Yep. <laughs> Mine's is just off the cuff. So <laughs> it's, you know, it's, whatever comes. Yeah, yeah. Happen, I, just let the, I just let the muse take me. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's funny because it's not true. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Morgaro, Morgaro Gomez. He wins the ball, passes to so, and I just can't explain why he don't play in Spain. <laughs> oh, that was that was good. I thought you were going to burst into a, a massive chorus there, <laughs> and I'm slightly disappointed because you didn't. <laughs> Rob, you go next, please. Right, from Senegal. Her name's Morgaro. Ah, oh, no, I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> yes! This is bad as French. Baby, right, keep that in. Uh, yeah, I'm not giving you a second chance. Well done, Robert. Great effort. Oh, shit. Uh, no, right. Mr. Bowie. Gomez rocks. He can spray a pass and he can walk. As long as he's at HMFC, we'll always be better than high bees. Ding, 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 ding. Lappin's good. But Gomez gives him drink and gives him food. As long as he's at HMFC, we'll always be better than high bees. I'm still going. Baby tonight, baby tonight, by the fire all alone, you and I. Nothing around but the sound of my 5-1 DVD. (laughs) Gomez rocks, he can spray a pass and he can walk. As long as he's at HMFC, we'll always be better than high bees. And Blabbin's good, but Gomez gives him drink and gives him food. 
As long as he's at HMFC, we'll always be better than high bees. <laughs> Mine seems shite though. <laughs> no. That's what, that's what happens when Bowie drinks salty. Fuck Robert. That's fucking incredible, right? <laughs> I, I don't want to be like the incredibly uncultured person. I don't know what song that was. It was uh, Forever in Blue Jeans by uh, Neil Diamond. Yeah, I, I knew that. Fuck's sake, Nicole. Great, I've got no idea what... <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know, know what Neil Diamond is! <laughs> yeah, no, no idea. Right, great. Well, I mean, it was, it was phenomenal. I love, I love your, uh, I love your um, assessment of a football player and that he can pass and walk. Yes. That's <laughs> minimum... Minimum requirements. Well, it was. I really wish I'd stuck to my original Gomez song now because I thought it was it Forever in Blue Jeans by New Bowie. No, I think we Does have it... to hand that to Mr. Ah, Mr. That's Bowie. A hundred percent Bowie is like <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> so, um, thank you very much, Mr. Bowie, um, Andrew Henry Bowie. Look out for his works on Amazon. Uh, two Miles to Ten Castle and... The Death of Mr. Grumble. The Death of Mr. Grumble. Poor guy. Uh, the Death of Robert's Songwriting Credentials is what we had. The Death of Robert's Liver will be out soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we now have uh, a Twitter for you to follow yes. uh, for all of our, our doings. Robert is the curator of... At We Have No Cares. It's a surprising name. It's one out of the left field, but I thought I'd go for it. <laughs> Well done, you original bastard. Thanks. <laughs> and also, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the rest of it. Okay. We also uh, you can catch uh, this episode and the rest of our episodes at wehavenocares.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us uh, as, as we mentioned before at wehavenocares at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can catch myself at at rf Borthwick. And where where can you catch me, Robert? If you're if you're so determined to do all of it. <laughs> okay then. You're at at Nickel Hay. That's N I C U L H A Y. Fantastic. And and I'm at A H Bowie eighteen seventy four. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Hey baby. Amaruso, that's a run. It's a dive.